Thanks to Feels for supporting the morning stream. Feels has me feeling my very best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash TMS, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. Coming up on TMS, I'm a fan. Can I have your kidney? 20% eyebrows, 80% mouth noises. Fight the mukbang for the hairy egg. You gotta fight the mukbang that beat. Uh, <laughs> eyebrow mounds. I need my eye hair, man. Rub your bum on your kidney. Whistle in the bum smells like wood. Piece of tent hanging off your butt. There's a lot of butts in a row. Yeah, a lot of butts and tents. Dave is just going to waste your liver. Lude Willow the Gross. Making things with Bill. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was trained and then watch the hair come back up again they look at it so i learned about roaches i learned about kids jumping on my lap and i've loved kids jumping on my lap christmas evil how about a booby you know the guy's got talent this is the morning stream Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS, the morning stream for December 3rd, 2019. I'm Scott. He's Brian. All of these things you say are true. Verifiable information yeah. here on TMS. You can yeah, find that, out for uh, yourself. That Biden clip? Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't know if it was the same uh, It was the same stump speech where he uh, bit his wife's hand while she was reaching her hand out. Did you see that picture by chance? No. Yeah. No. He's got a. Let's see if you can find this here. Biden. Bite. No, but uh, did you did you hear about the whole? Uh, so Kellyanne Conway tweeted that video out and said something like, uh, "Let's see, where is it? Um, we need Ukraine's help to defeat this guy." Oh, jeez. And then her husband George Conway said, "Well, your boss apparently thought so." <laughs> I would love to be a fly on the wall in that house. I don't know if I would. I think that, <laughs> I think that fly has seen some shit go down. Oh, I'm sure. I don't even know, man. If there's like, they should do it a reality show. In that house. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's two. We're two, three years away from a, a from a, a reality oh, show called uh, The Conways or Life the in Con- the Conways. Keeping, keeping up with the Conways. Keeping up with, keeping Conways. Up with Kellyanne. Oh my gosh, I'd rather die. So I just put in this the thing so you could see it. Uh, his wife, it's in, uh, sorry, Discord. His wife's like reaching her hand out. And for some reason, he leans forward and just bites her finger. <laughs> oh, so Biden's a little weird, man. He's, a, oh, he's kind dude. of a. All you need to do is just kind of be normal, but Joe, and you know. <laughs> just... I don't think he's normal. I think the problem is, uh, you know what? I'm starting to think that if you run for president, regardless of party affiliation, you're kind of yeah. not normal. Once in a while, it happens. You sneak through. You get somebody, you're like, all right, pretty normal guy. Pretty normal lady. Yeah. Right now, I don't know. The normalcy on on all all around me is a little bit broken. <laughs> so, the world is broken. It's totally true. Yeah. Man. I don't know what to do about that. But anyway, biting his wife's <laughs> finger, talking about kids, rubbing his hairy legs. Good good, uh, good candidate. Right. We got well, there you know, that's league. how we learned about roaches. I really don't. I don't <laughs> no, no, understand. No sense. 
I don't understand how he got from. Oh, first off, what was he doing at point A? I but then, know. how did he get from point A to point B? Because that didn't make any sense either. It does feel like we're missing some key context in the conversation. Yeah. So anyway, yes. uh, we'll see how that goes. A uh, uh, quick note here: I was able to uh, hang out with Eric Van Skyhawk. You know, the guy who made this morning's theme. This theme here. Yes. This one. You know the one. Uh, he was in town. His parents live out here still, and he was uh, visiting. It's funny. I don't know if I've ever told the story on the show, but when he and I were in high school, he went to Alta High School. I went to Brighton. We were rival schools. Okay. And uh, his girlfriend went to Brighton with me, and I knew her and hung out with her and did a bunch of stuff with her, and I don't mean that in a dirty way. <laughs> like we, you know, we, went, we had like activities. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like we, we. I think she ran for class something, and I helped do posters, st- stuff like that. Of course, yeah. And uh, all these years later, I meet Eric. While in, and by then he's you know in New York. He's been in New York for years, and we're both adult ass men. And uh, we, you know, start doing collaboration together. We did app slappy together, all this stuff, and then come to find out, oh, that was your girlfriend, and you went to freaking Alta High. That was just the weirdest That's thing. Crazy. Yeah. So what? Um, how did you and Eric Skyhawk uh, meet? Uh, he reached out to me. He reached out to me during the Extra Life Radio days. He was mm, he was a listener, okay. and he uh, started offering doing you know like music stuff. And he did when I started doing Extra Life TV, which was like these dumb little YouTube shorts. Oh, he yeah. used to uh, he'd make little animated intros for those and stuff like that. He was super into like uh, Adobe. What's it called? Adobe. Uh, yes, not, not not audition. It's Adobe. Flight control, Full Adobe, Adobe, Adobe pre-flight, pre-flight. Adobe, Adobe after Jones, after dark, Adobe, nope, After Effects. That's it. After Effects. After Effects. That's it. Uh, <laughs> I knew it was. I knew it was something related to like before, after, pre, post. Oh, here's the embarrassing thing. I have these installed down here on my dock. I could have just hovered over it where it says <laughs> Adobe After Effects 2020. Oh my gosh. Anyway. I need uh, to use that. I've got it, and I need to use it. Anyway, he uh, he used to do that stuff, and so that's where it all started to happen. But just to, to find out we have this weird home connection is super strange. So anyway, him and his wife, Carmen, came out. We went to this place called, if you're in Salt Lake, and you're getting br- one of those, like, I want breakfast any time of the day kind of moods mm, you're in. Sure, sure. Go to this place called Sweet Lakes. Now, they used to only have one down on, like, 9th and 9th or whatever, wherever it is. Uh, and it was, it's famous and you can't get in. It's like impossible. It's in lines of people every, it's, it's freaking miserable. But once you get in, you've never had better breakfast food. It is so good. Oh my gosh. They make this hash brown quinoa stuff that you just die for. They make this big fried chicken egg thing called the Haas. That's just the most delectable thing you've ever had. They make an amazing Cubano sandwich you can have for lunch or whatever. So they do lunch and breakfast. They close at three. They don't do dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and they opened a brand new one right up near here. So we were like, oh, well, let's meet there. So that's where we went. So just a little recommendation. If you're in Draper or downtown, either direction, there's this just amazing non-chain place called Sweet Lakes, and it's amazing. Mm. That's cool. It sounds so a lot like Snooze out here, which is where uh, we went for brunch Saturday morning. Um, oh, very nice. With... Uh, the nieces same kind of thing long wait once you get in there amazing breakfast food place closes at three breakfast and lunch the only things they sell sounds like the same deal amazing yeah. stuff yeah all those especially are pancakes though they're like they're like all about the pancakes they have mm. other things i had breakfast tacos that were 
amazing. Mm. But um, breakfast tacos. Tell me more. Hold on. Don't jump past that. Sure. 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 More about the breakfast tacos. Tell All me right. what's in it's, those. Uh, uh, it's uh, three flour tortillas, eggs, uh, green chili, cheese, black beans if you want them. If you want them. Uh, <laughs> chorizo, cilantro, red onion, uh, slivers, like loaded. Oh, and, and uh, avocado on top if you want it. You know, these are those are kind of the optional things. And um, mm, That sounds good. Oh, my God. So freaking good. Oh, TVZ Gun says that Snooze is a chain all over. There's one about a mile from him in uh, Arizona. Oh, I'd never heard of it. Downtown Phoenix. <laughs> Alex Alvisa says, I love talking to, talking to Coverville, or listening to Coverville talk about food. Whatever, fine. No, it's your, love- it's your, uh, it's his ASMR, dude. He's chilling I'm out to you. Yeah. Like, I, uh, you're like that Chinese lady that jams food in her face on the, on TikTok. Anyway. <laughs> I have not seen that one, but okay. It's I just, it's it. one of these things where I guess people get a kick out of watching young, pretty Asian ladies just chowing down on like Asian food. It's a mukbang, basically, right? Yeah, mukbang, which sounds so much worse than it is. It sounds so bad. It really does. Like, uh, mukbang. (laughs) I'm going to go home, turn, close the shades, and watch some mukbang. Like, okay, you do you. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't mukbang the thing the Mandalorian had to fight to get his signet? (laughs) That's the thing he had to fight to get that egg. That's right. (laughs) Got to get that hairy egg, he said, in his helmet. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so uh, Sweet Lakes, it's awesome. And it was great to see Eric, and we got to catch up and have fun and talk, and it was great. Uh, so anyway, but I wanted to mention this one thing about this visit to Sweet Lakes, and that was that our server, and I don't want to make a judgment here because I don't understand it. Maybe it's a thing people are doing now, or maybe it's alopecia, or I don't know. Yeah. But this guy had no eyebrows. Now, he wore a hat, mm-hmm. and he had a slight mustache. Okay. But he had so no, eye, no eyebrows. So probably not alopecia, right? Because the mustache wouldn't be there, right? Yeah, I think if you if you have, um, I don't know if there are degrees of alopecia. I mean, we know a guy out here who dated a friend of ours who had severe alopecia to wear no hair at all, like fully hairless. And that guy who played uh, Dr. Zaz and, and NoHo Hank and... Um, <laughs> Wait. Uh, oh yeah, hey Hank from uh, Hank from, uh, from Barry. From isn't he Barry. called Noho Hank? I thought it was just Hank. Isn't it just Hank? Well, it's just Hank, but they gave him the nickname Noho Hank. They gave him the nickname Noho Hank. I don't remember, but I love him. He's my favorite. Uh, he's, he's the best. Yes. Yeah. He's Noho my f- Hank. Favorite character on TV right now. I love that guy. Um, anyway, uh, that guy, that actor, has the full blown alopecia to where he can't grow any hair anywhere. Okay, so maybe maybe this was some combo. Or it was just a style or a look, but here's the thing. Every time he'd come by and say, would you like a refill or would you like a, is everything going okay or whatever? He would look at you and you'd say, yeah, everything's good. And then when he was done, he'd, he'd rise his, his eyebrow, the things mounds. where his eyebrow, yeah, his yeah. mounds of yeah. where that is. He'd just go <laughs> like up and up twice. He'd go. Rrr, rrr. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is it like, is it, is he uh, basically like, yeah, I know people are going to look at it, so I'm just going to. Just gonna go with it. Just I'm, gonna roll with maybe. it. Maybe, and it was really hard not to look. Like I would, I would watch him go, and I just go, oh gosh, okay. Like I, I didn't know what to, I didn't know how to respond. Was, I haven't heard anything about uh, eyebrow shaving being a thing, except for when they shave like stripes into them, right? Where that you know that's oh, done on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, maybe you know, maybe there was a stripe mishap. Uh, he was he was trimming his eyebrows, and there was a little bit of a. He slipped with the Norelco or it's something. It's and, entirely uh, possible. They were just so yeah. smooth and baby skin smooth, like huh. totally gone. Yeah, see, that's 
I don't. I wouldn't mind. All right, I'd give up my mustache. I'd give up my beard. I've already given up my my you know hair on top of my head. I don't think I could give up my eyebrows because I feel like that is a that is a twenty percent of my communication, along with the eighty percent of the noises coming out of my mouth. Is twenty percent of it is eyebrow communication? Yeah, they are. I feel like they're important to me too. If I cut those off, what would we look like here? I'm trying to oh, yeah, that doesn't help. Good. Those just look like flesh brows. Try you know, try furrowing your brow and saying something like saying a compliment to somebody. Look, Brian, and then, I'm like, scared. Raise the eyebrows and say a compliment to. Somebody. I'm mad. I'm scared. I'm mad. I'm scared. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It was weird. He also wore a hat, so I couldn't confirm any kind of head hair. So that was a that was frustrating. Anyway, I just thought maybe if it was a thing and someone wants to explain it to me and tell me that it's a thing and it's okay. I didn't, you know, nobody made fun. I just leaned over to Kim as he walked away and sure. says, he has no eyebrows, right? It's not just me. And then she said, yeah, he doesn't have any eyebrows. And then that was it. That's all we said about it. No judgment. Look, if it's a thing, you do your thing. You be you. I'll keep mine on. You have yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like tattoos for me. I don't really want one because it's so damned permanent. I know that I'm going right. to hate whatever I get, so I always right. am hesitant to even think about it. But Carter just got this sweet little, um, it's not an olive branch, but it kind of looks like one behind her ear. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. It's the cutest thing ever, and it, it's beautiful, nice line work. They did a single needle little black one. It's just like right yeah. here behind her thing. Kim got one on her arm that says that's a bee with a, with a crown, so it's like Queen Bee because everyone calls her the Queen Bee. Not because of that royal song, uh, but because just because she's the queen bee. <laughs> you can call her queen bee. Yeah, <laughs> I always tease her about that. But uh, but anyway, uh, it's like that for me. Like if this eyebrow thing became a thing and everybody yeah. started doing it, I don't think yeah. I could still do it. I just don't. It's not. I not. I don't judge no, it. I don't no. have a problem with it. Yeah, you having it. Not not you, but you know, people having it. Right. But I don't want to. I need. I no, need my. I, I need my eye hair, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's never going to become a, a a thing to the point where everybody's going to do it, right? I mean, it's right. going to be a thing where five percent, you know, of of uh, a certain age group do it, and everybody else stands around going, "That's really weird. I don't like that whatsoever." And and then it's going to kind of disappear, like wearing your pants back to front, and or, or wearing <laughs> your pants so low that your yeah, uh, you know, your your uh, plaid boxers are visible. That what if that's coming? Is that coming? I hope that's coming back. I don't think that's ever left. I still see people. You think doing that's still the, here? <laughs> the, the low pants, yeah. Yeah, but the one, you know, the pants that are like super stiff and wide. Do you remember those? They were like, they were like, I don't. I want to say they were denim, but they were always so wide. They were almost shorts because they only went, they would go like halfway down your calf. But the kids that are wearing them, it'd be like this. I don't know. It's like a giant piece of tent hanging off their wow. butts. No, uh. Uh-uh. What were those called? Chap- Never, Ginko? I have no Ginko. idea. JNCOs is what people are saying. Yes, those Junkos. are it. Those are it. <laughs> Jungle pants. They're horrendous. I never understood that. That I will judge well, and these, say we're bad. These are the ones that uh, when you would get those, uh, not that I ever got any, but those little um, plastic, like little plastic, not gang members, but it was like thugs and... and um, Cholos and like really? you remember those little plastic? Do you not remember those little remember toys? That uh-uh. uh, homies—that's what those were called. Really, the homies? They those had homies? like the pants that homies were wearing. <laughs> uh, JC Calhoun would like you to click that link and look what a Junko or Jenko or Jenko. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen it right now. Yeah. and uh, you know what uh, I'm talking about? It's ridiculous. I do. Those are really ridiculous. They remind me of the uh, 
the shoes that uh, were popular in Mexico, maybe still are, where the points of the tips of the boots come out and then do like a little loopy yeah, loop. like a curve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who puts on something like that? Those pants in particular. Who puts those on and walks out the door and goes, yes, I am this, ready for my this day. This is what I am wearing tonight. Today, yes, exactly. this is how I look. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. Anyway, I think those are dumb. Huh. Uh, yeah, and we did talk about them once on the show, but it was ages ago. Did we? Okay. Yeah, I mean, we're what are we eight years into this? We're gonna we're, yeah. stuff's gonna come. There's up gonna right be now. some repeats, people. Yeah, we'll just listen to Film Sack. That thing's a nightmare with us trying to remember what movies we've seen. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we we forget movies that we watched uh, two months ago. Yeah, I do hope we see this though. Christmas Evil. That one. That one sold me on that. Uh, on our yeah, show. I. That's the one that keeps showing Santa. Uh, doing some, doing some, uh, doing some, doing some nasty in front of the fireplace yeah. with a woman, right? Getting some dirt done. It's on Netflix Every- or it's on YouTube in its entirety. So I assume it's not that bad because they wouldn't keep it there if it was. Because YouTube, oh yeah, good point. Yeah, YouTube will block that stuff. But that trailer makes it seem like it's. Santa's gone a little. Yeah, on the every side. trailer, like we saw two different trailers, and both trailers had all all, all uh, different scenes for everything else, but both of them showed that one. Yeah, yeah, the one scene by the by the fireplace and the kid watching it. Yes, Come exactly. On. Jeez, that's no way to learn so I anything. Feel like, yeah, I feel like that one's on the list. Jack Frost is on the list. Jack, Frost. I could maybe sub out. Uh, not the not the Jack Frost with Michael Keaton. No, 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 no. The horror movie, right? The horror movie, Jack Frost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Long kiss, good night. We're talking uh, yeah. uh, Black Christmas. If something gets vetoed, we're slipping in Black Christmas, which is somebody dressed as Santa goes and kills a bunch of sorority girls uh, and Margot Kidder on, on Christmas Eve. I'm into it. I mean, I'm not really into it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. We, we've had a we've had a bit of a revelation this month. We're we we had a lot of stuff lined up that was just like normal movies, and we said, mm-hmm. nope, we're going Christmassy, and it's going to be bad Christmas. We're going to do just that's right horrible right. christmas movies we've already done die hard a, a4 for real it's done yep, that one we all remember doing yeah we did that we all remember die hard we all remember die hard none of us can remember if we did any other die hards but we know we did die hard the first one we know that for sure we found those detonators with bill clay we've done it <laughs> all right uh hey did you hear this frozen 2 might be in the mcu and i'm not just rhyming for fun there Okay. All right. Uh, Tell me how this is possible. Now there's some possible spoilers here for for Frozen Two, and I don't know how many of us care about that. Uh, so I'm just, I guess, I'm letting people know that I'm going to mention some stuff that may possibly be that. But anyway, uh, here's what this article says on Screen Rant from uh, or with Frozen Two release uh, after Disney brought Marvel Comics, the possibility of crossovers between Disney Verse and Marvel's Verse or Marvel's Universe is very real. The Disney film Big Hero Six is based on a Marvel comic and considered part of the MCU, or at least one of its alternate timelines. Disney has also established a shared universe with the MCU and its Kingdom Hearts game, and an episode of the Hercules animated series featured a crossover with Aladdin. Moreover, Pixar theory ties movies from Toy Story to Brave uh, into a timeline showing Disney and Marvel properties can link to each other. All right, so now, uh, Disney's Frozen. Brian, you know about the Frozen is a huge hit. Familiar, I'm familiar. Yeah. It's, uh, do you want to build a snowman? Yeah. Uh, a little... You know, yeah, they wanted popular, to build. popular. I think biggest film going on right now, like top box office numbers right now, I believe. Yeah, uh, and I think the tickets are just pre-sales at the moment. It's still like, or is it out yet? Is it out? It's out. Came out. Um, I thought I want to say it even came out two weekends ago because when Tina and I went and saw, uh, 
We went to something two Fridays ago, and kids were all dressed up as Frozen too. That was my favorite Ice Cube movie, Two Fridays Ago. I love Two, two Fridays, Fridays Ago. Yes. So oh, good. yeah. So so good. It was the best of the Fridays movies. It was really good. <laughs> all right, here it is. Frozen 2, you're absolutely correct. It came out already. I, for some reason, thought that was this weekend. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's enjoying a ridiculous amount of money, and uh, good for them. Uh, anyway, Disney's Frozen movies show a particularly strong link to Marvel's most famous property, the X-Men. Because, you know, the powers are X-Men-ish. Sure. So, right? Sure. Uh, while it might seem strange to compare Anna and Elsa with Storm and Wolverine, consider the similar tropes. Anyway, uh, Frozen 2's funniest joke. Here's their, here's their related thing, number one. Frozen 2's funniest okay. joke was already done in the MCU. Uh, it says here, although Elsa seems to be the only character with magic, there are strong hints in Frozen 2 that other main characters uh, also possible. Or, sorry, they may have possible abilities that make them early mutants. This fits with current Marvel uh, comic storylines where mutants in early eras were called witch breed. Okay? And their abilities okay. considered magical. This allows for the possibility that frozen films could take place in some obscure era in Marvel history. But bearing in mind, let's take a closer look at the characters. All right. And then they go into each one. Elsa is the world's sure. first ice woman. So then Iceman like ice, comes like later. Ice man. Okay. Kristoff is the first animal psychic. Okay. Kristoff, by the way, looks just like. Uh, Steve Irwin. Oh, totally. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I never thought of that until you just said that. Yeah. Hope, I hope he doesn't go try to find out. <laughs> uh, Stingray. Stingray, yeah. That'd be bad. Uh, yeah. Mutants. Olaf and the Rock Trolls. Okay. Uh, okay. See? Okay. That's a stretch. This, boy, this feels like a stretch. I would say that uh, it's it's more like uh, Frozone and, and Frozen are connected. <laughs> yeah. Simply because of the name. I like it. Frozone right. 2. <laughs> All right. Where's my super suit? Anyway, uh, I, I'm, I actually believe the article is, is dumb, but the reason I brought it up today is because I actually think it would be cool if Disney was a little more self-aware and crossover-y. Not too much. Like, you got to be careful, too. right? But not like this. Yeah, not like this. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag not like yeah, this. Yeah, hashtag not like this. <laughs> Not I'd all. I'd rather see. Like, if you're going to give me an, a Disney uh, Marvel connection, do it with something like um, The Incredibles. Like, mm -hmm. have somehow have a, an alternate uh, into the Spider Verse timeline where Spider Man and The Incredibles are a team or something. Like yes. That, you know. Yes. Uh, the um, and also Dice Tomato makes a good point. They were very self aware with the princesses and Wreck It Ralph. That was awesome. Well, sure. Yeah. That was maybe one of my favorite things they'd ever done. So, yeah, I guess there's probably I guess what I'm saying is there's probably a temptation on the part of producers over there because they've got all this material to work with now. Of course. Yeah. And somebody. And, yeah. Know. And it's, you know, obviously going to be like a uh, like Easter eggs are going to be a plenty in in Disney and Marvel and Star Wars movies as they've always been. You know, Raiders of the Lost Ark had a C-3PO and R2-D2 hieroglyphic in the in the well of souls mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. you know. All this stuff plays around with the rest of it, but uh, if you're going to have some sort of, of actual connection, characters crossing over, Big Hero Six, Incredibles, Marvel, stay Boy. stay in your lane. <laughs> I could, yeah, exactly. Stay in your lane. At least at least mostly in your lane. You can make some crossovers right. where it makes sense, but don't don't do right. too much. And this article, by the way, may as well be flat earthers. This is there's no basis right, to any of this. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't want to see Wreck-It Ralph make an appearance in the Falcon and Winter Soldier <laughs> TV show. Oh, hey, guys. Hey. It's me. It's Wreck-It Ralph. 
I, I'm here to help it's you John guys. John C. Riley. I'm going to help. Stuff. I'm going to help you fight crime. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> We're not good at. We need to work that on is, our. Uh, yeah, that's that's one uh, impersonation we will shelve. Yeah, I'm trying to think who does a John C. Riley. Probably just John C. Riley. I don't think anyone probably. Does. I bet Seth Rogen can do a good John C. Riley. Oh yeah, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Anyway, that was really good. That was very good. It's as close as you're going to get. Uh, hey, so uh, yeah, it's Christoph, Animal Psychic. Uh, moving on. Right. Let's not do that. So, uh, uh, hey, I got to throw out a big thank you to TVZ Gun. So, during the uh, Jack Friday thing we were doing on Friday, mm. TVZ Gun, in the meantime, was in line waiting for, for uh, a record store in uh, phoenix to open up so that he could go in there and pick up some some albums hopefully picking up stuff for himself but also picking stuff up for me and he picked up three singles yeah dude of course i got it already he's like yeah you got it already not only did tvz gun send me the three singles that i was hoping i'd be able to get on on record store day on black friday this thing came with a sack of promotional stuff that is freaking awesome mm. like, like wow what from the same record store? They just had extra stuff. Record store, like all this stuff, posters, and a Woodstock 50th anniversary headband. Uh, for some reason, a train whistle. Oh, uh, all aboard! Yeah. yeah, I like it. An Umphreys McGee pin. Who's Umphreys McGee? What is that? Oh, Umphreys McGee is a band that does uh, actually does great covers. Oh, they do, yeah, they do really good uh, like crossover covers. Never like, heard of um, those guys. Yeah, uh, combo covers. All right. That's cool. Anyway. What a nice guy. So TVZ gone. I sent him an email last night, but I might have had the wrong email address. So um, huge, <laughs> huge thanks to uh, TVZ gone for sending uh, all this stuff to me. And like I said, in my email that you may not have gotten yet, uh, let me know how much I owe you and, and uh, I will uh, pay you tooth sweet. Now, let me ask you this, because Alex brings yes. up a good point. Yeah, I know. Yes. If that whistle... What if that whistle was in TB Egon's bum before he, before you got it? How how would you feel if I told you that now? I'd feel I'd feel uh, sad and uh, and disappointed, but not, <laughs> but not necessarily disappointed in TV Egon, but more disappointed in myself. Right. Um, the fact the fact that that uh, that the only thing that whistle has is a wood smell. Well, I've always said that about TV Egon. He's got a nice woody smell. <laughs> He's got a nice a nice woody smell. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Uh, all right. I don't know why that caught me, Alex, but nice job. All right. So, um, of course, of course, you would. <laughs> it's just funny. It's a funny idea. It reminded me when, like, people would get picture. They'd go before digital. People would take their cameras from their vacation and get them processed when they got home. Yes. And then they yes. get the photos and find out that the the maid at the hotel they were in was putting their toothbrush somewhere nasty. Right. Right. And uh, taking pictures of it every day. Like, I used to think that Do was we, so funny. Is that a real thing or is that like some urban legend that somebody made up and we kind of all all glommed onto as being. Uh, I got to think. I mean, maybe there's a maybe there's a, a Snopes thing, but I got to think somewhere that happened. Somebody somewhere tried it. Had to. Have, yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe once and maybe that's it. Maybe. But I used to think it used to par make me paranoid. So like. I know. In yeah. the 90s, if I travel, it would be like. All right. Well, I'm keeping my toothbrush somewhere somewhere safe. I, I like I bought into it. So it's one of those. Wait, you put your toothbrush in the uh, the safe in the the hotel room safe. <laughs> yeah, which I don't trust either. By the way, I don't trust hotel room safes. Oh no, and you, there's reason not to. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, Tell mean, me. Br yeah, brushwood could show you 18 different ways you can use a uh, 
uh, a credit card to open a hotel room safe. See, is, I was right. I was right to feel yeah. squeamish about that all that time. I didn't yes. realize that that was actually something he was he's shown or can do. But I think he's shown. I think he's shown a couple ways he can get into a hotel room safe. Uh, one time, I took the. Uh, I had this habit of every hotel we went to. I would make a habit out of. You know, when I used to take towels, I used to have a towel every time I'd leave. Not a full towel, but like a little oh, face take, towel. Yeah, you take them with you. Yes. Yeah, like that little, was a thing for a while for me. Couldn't help it. For a while, it was it was I'd keep all the cards, the door cards. Well, then there was a there was a stretch where I would take the Gideon's Bible that was in the drawers, and uh-huh. I would lock it in the safe before we left. So I'd put it in the safe. <laughs> Got to keep this Bible safe, I'd say, and I'd stick just it in the to safe. Uh, just to just to mess with them, basically, yeah. like make them have to figure out all right, what's in here. They yeah. must have left something behind. Oh, what's the Bible? Really funny. Yeah, really funny. But that means they also that can is get into it. Kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> but they can get into it easy. So that means that you should never put anything important in there. Don't ever use those things, everybody. Right. But I mean, you know, it's harder. At least don't leave it on your bed. If, if, if you've got no other choice, you know, put your iPad in the safe it's, as opposed to just leaving it on the nightstand. That's but, a good point, yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess of all of your options, it's perhaps the, the least uh, egregious. And what they should do, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hotels need a lot more USB ports and, and charging, you know, and, and uh, outlets to begin with. But actually have a USB port in the safe that's powered so that you can charge your phone while you're locked or your iPad while it's locked away. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I like that. Let's get on that uh, anchor or something. We know that we know that thing is uh, we know it's got power because you have to punch in a bunch of buttons to get into it. So damn straight. Yeah. Um, hold on. I have to adjust my heating pad. Yeah, that's right. I have a heating pad on my back because oh. I threw my back out. Did you twinge it out through uh, shoveling snow oh, or something? No, I don't actually know how I did it. It's just so jacked right now. So that's why yesterday I was asking Twitter for like stretching ideas because I need to do. Yeah. I need to figure out a way to get rid of it. Oh. Oh. So I'm doing a lot of this. There you go. It's this one spot in my back that's been trouble since I was like a teenager. Just every once in a while, <laughs> and I'm screwed. Anyway, uh, that's all we have there. So now. This. I don't watch the news. It's time for the news brought to you by. Want cool stuff? Head to the Frog Pants store at frogpants.com slash store. Yeah, we did. We had a good uh, Black Friday. And the important thing about that Black Friday was we got rid of a ton of stuff and cleared it out because we're bringing new things in. So keep your eyes peeled for some new prints, some new shirts, some new mugs, some new everythings. Nice. Some new stuff. We're, we're kicking it off right in 2020. With some new smirch. Smirch. New. Yeah, new is good. Uh, Brian, you're familiar with New Jersey, right? Speaking of new, yeah. yes, New Jersey. Been yeah. there many, many times. Yeah. I like I like upstate New Jersey. I do a lot of work with uh, folks in Long Beach Island for some reason. Nice. I have a I have a bunch of clients all centered around Long Beach Island for oh, weird. because of word of mouth and, and stuff like are that. Are they the ones that are just across from where the trade centers are, were? No, uh, no, 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 no. That would be um, <coughs> what is that like? Uh, not Newark. What is? Uh, yeah, what's the right, straight across the water there? Is that? that uh, I don't know. Am I getting it wrong? Calling it upstate New Jersey? I'm thinking uh, south. Okay. Oh. Okay. Long Beach Island is south. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, you I, don't. For live some there. reason, I think of like Atlantic City. I think of Neptune. I think of, uh, uh, or not Neptune. Uh, yeah, Neptune. Neptune, New Jersey. There's a Jupiter and there's a Neptune. Really? <laughs> they have names. They have cities named after Greek gods. That's awesome. Manahawkin. Or sorry, Roman gods. Uh, Don't correct me on that, everybody. Anyway, 
Oh, God. Yeah, so I'm familiar with I'm, I'm familiar, but apparently less so than I thought I was with New Jersey. <laughs> it's fair enough. It's fair enough. Well, anyway, New Jersey Hospital. Uh, they don't give the well. They, they give it a name. It's called the um, Virtua, <laughs> like kind of like racer or fighter. Yeah, Virtua. Virtua, Our Lady of Lourdes, Lords, Lords Hospital. There's an E at the between the D and right, the S. Right, kind of like uh, Madonna's uh, <laughs> child spelling of Lourdes. Sega's Virtua, Our Lady of Lords. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, it's a hospital in New Jersey. They're acknowledging a transplant mix-up, um, but does uh, sorry, but this does have a fortunate ending. But anyway, it was a kidney transplant, and they mistakenly gave it to the wrong person. I always worry about this. If you're going in for something big like that, you know what they did for my eyes. So when I when I had my cataract surgeries when I was 43 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. they uh, made me want to itch my eyes. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Talking about my eyes. Um, they uh, they made this big deal about. Marking the eye that was getting done, so it was sure. a big old right. blue Smart. sharpie on my on my uh, on my on my eye mound up here that we talked about yeah. earlier. Right, the eye mound, yes, just a big, whoosh, whoosh, big cross, <laughs> so that they knew exactly which one. And then everywhere I went, to the nurse, to the uh, as uh, the uh, the anesthetist, how do you say their name? And as anesthetist, anesthetist, Anyway, they did the same thing. Said it's your left eye, right? And the nurses say, it's your left eye, right? And the doctor, right before he started, all right, we're doing the left eye, right? Like, they they were so careful to make sure, even though there's a giant X there. I would say we're doing the left eye, correct? I wouldn't, like, confuse things by throwing the word right in there as well. Oh, good point. <laughs> the good point. But they, they Affirmative? Just... <laughs> we're working on the left eye. Affirmative? <laughs> they just seemed really, really focused on making sure they didn't screw up and do the wrong eye, which I thought was interesting. Because then but... you're going to reply, right. And they're not yeah. going to know, wait, is he telling us, Right, as in right, we're doing the left eye, or right, as in he's correcting us and telling us, no, no, I'm doing, we're doing the right eye. Now, 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 see, I hadn't thought of that, but I, I can't remember what they actually replied with, or what they asked with. I think they did try to avoid the word right. I think probably. I think yeah. that's correct. Anyway, uh, so anyways, these guys screwed up though. They didn't put the they didn't put the X on the right kidney hole. Oops. Uh, they are acknowledging the problem. Off, uh, see, the officials there say that in November uh, the 18th, in particular, a 51-year-old patient underwent a successful kidney transplant. However, the organ was supposed to go to a priority patient that actually had the same name and was of similar age. This is like how I almost got Scott Johnson's uh, hotel room at BlizzCon two years ago, uh, <laughs> where he was a Blizzard employee, and I almost got his room, and I wasn't supposed to get it. Anyway. Nice. Uh, it says, upon becoming aware of the error, Virtua, Virtua, uh, voluntarily reported it to the Organ Procurement and Transplantation Network and the New Jersey Department of Health Hospital says the second patient did receive a successful transplant six days later. Both patients are doing well. So it was only just a brief little goof up. Basically, it was just they got it. Somebody bumped in line is what happened mm-hmm. and got their kidney before the other guy was supposed to get his. So. Wow. Yeah. So I'm sorry. We're going to have to take that back, sir, and put you back in line. Yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> that you're going to have to remove that kidney. Uh, yeah. Take it back. Give it back. Are you? Would you do a kidney? What would you do a kidney? Uh, would you give a kidney to somebody? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Who would you? Who would they have to be for you to give your kidney? Your wife? Your your son? Well, without a doubt, my wife, my son. Uh, I mean, if it's what if crazy? Know, what if it's crazy it, neighbor Dave, and you know he's just going to drink a ton after he gets it? Would well, you... I wouldn't give him my liver. <laughs> just... <laughs> You're just going to waste it, Dave. Yeah. Dave's just gonna waste your liver. Um, no, I mean, I'd, I'd, 
I would give uh, I would absolutely give a kidney to um, Crazy Neighbor Dave. I'd give a kidney to. It would be hard for me to say no to anybody that I know, mm-hmm. family or friend yeah. who needed a kidney. I would I would one hundred percent give them a kidney. What if someone you've never met before but comes to sure. comes to visit with us in Vegas in March? What if somebody walked up to you and said, "Hey, I need your kidney. Would you give Would you give that person your kidney?" Uh, boy, it wouldn't be the first time that I nearly lost a kidney in Vegas, but, uh, <laughs> woke up in a bath of ice with a note saying, get to the hospital. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess it really depends. I yeah. mean, is this somebody that somebody I've never talked to at all on the show before that, that probably just heard somebody like through word of mouth heard me say that I'd give a kidney to somebody I knew and then found us in Vegas and then went up to me and said, I'm a big fan. Can I have a kidney? Mm. Yeah, that would be harder. Wouldn't it? I'd, I'd have to, can I go up and check my, can I go upstairs, get my iPad out of the safe and check my email and see if we've ever had any communication before, please. Yeah. Can I, can I make sure you're just not here for my kidney and that's all you're here for? Um, what if it was TVZ like gone? What if it was TVZ yeah. gone? And he said, "Ah, oh, I got you all this record shit. Give me your kidney." What would he do? What well, would you do? If he needed, if it was a life-saving situation, I would totally do it. All right, there you go. Yeah. You got that TVZ gone? <laughs> you can now. You can abuse the hell out of your kidney because you know you got a spare. Yep. Well, I think you. You know, there has to be some sort of. Uh, uh, match, don't you have to do the same thing like you do with blood types? With uh, is, is I think is matches do matter. I think I think yeah. they do matter. I'm not 100 percent sure. I know it matters more with certain organs than it does others, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you still have to try to aim for some sort of matching, or else your body right. will just reject it. And then if you're yeah. rejected, it's not like you're going to get it back. You know, it's right. not like they go, oh right. well, his body rejected it. Hey Brian, you want your kidney back? They don't do it that way. Mm-hmm. I just... head says it's even more specific than blood. See, I didn't know that. Oh, I, I didn't either. Like I would have thought it was more general than blood. Interesting. Right. Yeah. So, wow. All right. Rub your <laughs> rub your bum on the kidney before. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. Nice callback. Good job. Yes. All right. Uh, anyway, it's all good. They have their kidneys. Everyone's good. The hospital's sort of scrambling to. Oh, it's funny you bring up TVZ gun because uh, he was informed by his older sister that she has dibs on his spare kidney. Because she lost one due to her birth defect. So, oh, well, then forget it. There's actually kidney trade issues already going on. There's a kidney uh, monopoly game going on already in the TVZ Gun family that, wow. that I'm not going to be part of. Well, there you go. That's what you get. Uh, well, I mean, if he ends up with just one and then that one goes south, he may still need you for the one All right, kidney. so let me ask you. Would you give a kidney to um, Brian Dunaway if he needed one? Yes, I'd give Dunaway a kidney. I'd give okay, you good. a kidney. I'd give him a kidney. I'd give um, just about everybody I work with, I'd give a kidney, I think. I think I would. Sure. I'm trying to think of anybody I wouldn't. Uh, I know someone I used to work with that I wouldn't give a kidney to. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, wonder. Uh... That could be. There's a oh, few. There's a few. No, the, no, 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 no. The tweets. That's a, that, could be a, that, could be five, that could be three or four people. It's not, there's no one in particular. <laughs> It's and not, I don't think they give. I don't think you give a kidney to any of those three or four people. No, I wouldn't. Free, so they all. Free hotel equal. room uh, asks, "What about what about actually?" Free hotel room himself hasn't asked, but other people have asked. What about free hotel room? Would we give a kidney to free hotel? Room? I don't think I it'd totally be a, would. mine. Wouldn't be a match because he's mine's. Our mine isn't too. Mine's not dark and sarcastic enough. My kidneys. <laughs> his, his kidneys. He needs a kidney that'll match, which has got to be just like a 
cranky kidney. It's got to be like a pissed off kidney. That's just <laughs> nit. It needs to be a nitpicky kidney. Nitpicky a kidney. Nitpicky, a nitpicky kidney. Yeah, that's how that goes. Is there a Patreon uh, level? Free hotel room. Kidney? We kid. We kidney. Yeah, we huh? kidney. We kidney. We're just kidners. We're just kidneys. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Greg for Walkman says, I gave you a Walkman. Can I have your kidney? It's <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a trade, Greg. It's uh, a hell of a trade. Love it. Uh, all right. How about this one? Pennsylvania woman caught urinating on produce in Walmart. That's pretty good. Oh, that's yeah, good. This is a well, good story. You know, you could have started the you could have started the headline with Pennsylvania woman caught urinating on produce in, and then you would just and uh, I, I would have been able to finish that yeah, with uh, yeah, either you, Florida or Walmart. Yeah, you would have succeeded at that trivia for sure. Is this a Florida Walmart? No, this no, is it's Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania Walmart. Yeah, okay. that's where all the vampires are. It says here uh, this year has brought about a number of social media challenges. That's in quotes. Involving individuals recording themselves doing strange and oftentimes gross things, putting it on social media for the world to see, and it spreads worldwide. Uh, so, a few months back, uh, there was a thing where people uh, was involving using a can or excuse me, a vacuum to create an airtight seal around the body. I've seen videos of this. Yeah. Uh, they say that this could lead to dangerous health outcomes. What? 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 What would happen there? If it's just a bag uh, and you're sucking the air out and it's not your face. I think, so, like, if you don't do it right, if you really are dumb about the way you do it, then suffocation is probably possible. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But if you keep your head out of there, you should be fine. You just keep your head know. out of there. Uh, I know. It says here, uh, anyway, there's a few of those. So now we got a new one. We're taking it to the public realm with a new extreme, urinating on grocery store items. Two new reports uh, published Tuesday hold that two individuals were found to have urinated on food products at a Walmart. First case per uh, an involved, let's see, per what? It doesn't say. Involved a woman in West Mifflin, Pennsylvania. I'm Dunder Mifflin. West Mifflin. Yeah. <laughs> there's really there's really a Mifflin. But there well, is at least Scranton, a West Mifflin. Yeah, yeah. There's a Scranton. So in Scranton, the company's Dunder Mifflin. I wonder if they pulled the name from the actual town. That's interesting. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, says here, uh, he, she urinated on potatoes at like you do. Those are the one thing you're going to urinate right, on. If sure. you're going to pick something sure. to urinate on, you do it on a potato. A store employee, employee reportedly saw the incident. Who's calling me? Cancel. Uh, saw the incident and, uh, immediately sanitized the area, ate the potato and removed all affected products. Just kidding. I made up the ate, ate the potato. <laughs> okay. What? Yeah, I made that part up. Uh, anyway, they don't know when it took place. Uh, authorities were, are, sorry, are currently trying to track down that woman. In Texas reports, uh, this also, uh, officials are investigating a video that surfaced on social media of a teen urinating on a shelf in a Walmart store, uh, likely after attempting to steal a case of beer. Well, that might be a different reason for peeing on stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, while many can be aware of urine, sorry, while many may be aware that everyone's urine is, uh, in, is sterile to themselves, <laughs> is that true? Uh, hence why people can, uh, people like, why did they read it like this? Hence why people like can drink it. Why people like can drink it. Like, hold back, Harold, you're bad at this. I think they, uh, this is what happens when you dictate your, uh, news article using Siri. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Says while this trend is yet to be, uh, reach its viral status. Well, they're sure helping this along, Uh, aren't they? Oh, I get it. Nice. Yeah. I'm not sure they did though, because they're. I don't think they. I don't think they meant to do that. No, I don't think they meant it. 
says the world uh, sorry but if it does uh it would create major health concerns in the meantime it might be wise to wash all your produce you get from the store oh so that's what the story's about is let's freak out about uh, two examples one where it wasn't even on the food it was on the shelf and now let's call it viral and go ahead and be paranoid and wash all your food all the time this article is irresponsible. I'm just going to put it out Very there. Very irresponsible. Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, another report just came in in another Walmart that uh, a mariner is over in the uh, floral department <laughs> peeing on, on plants. Well, he does it to survive. It's different. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. He's trying to find the, the dry land, you know? It's not his fault. <laughs> uh, Prince Charles uh-huh. is, uh, you know, the one with the big ears. And the, yeah, uh, was yeah. married to Princess Diana. Before, he was before she died. And yep, well, before he before they divorced, and he married. Oh right, he was, was having an affair. Lude, I forgot about Ludwilla or whatever. Yeah, yeah Ludwilla Lude, the Gross. Um, <laughs> Prince Charles, who uh, he was a cheatery guy, wasn't he? He was pretty cheatery. He was. That was the. That was <laughs> what was uh, inferred by the by the split. Right by the split, yes. Yeah, one would one would assume that that is probably mm-hmm. somewhat correct. Anyway, he's planning on several boots to the royal family. He wants to kick people out of the royal family when he becomes king, and he's doing this in the wake of the Prince Andrew scandal, which is that Prince Andrews has a habit of doing it with underage girls. Uh, part of that Epstein deal. Anyway, Jeez. Prince Charles has long been reported to want to reduce the monarchy to a core group consisting of just his own family, their wives, and their children. When the queen dies and he becomes king, that would be his mother. When mom, mm-hmm. when mom dies, I want to take over. When <laughs> they don't care about Philip because Philip's got no real power. Right. Um, his brother Andrew's crisis over his friendship and of uh, with pedophile, or as they say in Britain, pale pedophile. Look how they spell it. Pedophile. Yeah, they say pedo, but they spell it P. But they spell a whole bunch of extra vowels in there. So weird. So weird anyway. Uh ped- pedophile Jeffrey Epstein has made Charles plan more of a rea- make his plan more of a reality, according to the Daily Star. Virginia Roberts, now Virginia Guffrey, uh, age thirty six, who claims she had sex with Andrew on three occasions when she was seventeen, is expected to reveal more details uh, about her time with him. Prince Andrew has always categorically denied any wrongdoing and has condemned Epstein. Uh also if you watch that interview he did for the BBC, mm-hmm. it is ridiculous and I can't believe I can't believe he even, I mean, oh my gosh, it was so, he was so weird. He was so yes. weird. Yes. The royal family's weird. We don't they need them anymore. Completely, completely weird. I understand. It's tradition. I get it. You look at the queen and go, ah, she's been around for a while. We got that great show on, on Netflix. That's fine. She's the royal tiebreaker, Scott. We need the royal tiebreaker. That's, that's a change. Get a better idea. <laughs> you need a better plan because the royals are dumb. It's dumb. Yes. By the way, should I should I say Camilla Parker Bowles so we can avoid one email from Free Hotel Room? Yes. Camilla Jessica Parker Bowles. Yes. He's even in the <laughs> chat. Has he corrected us yet? He is. He has not. I'm surprised. I okay. think he might have left in a huff after we talked <laughs> about kidneys. <laughs> when he found out ours ours were too, ours were not sarcastic enough of a match for his. Right. He he bolted out of here. <clears throat> yeah, they do generate tourism. I understand, but they're really just worthless. Just money having bags of garbage, just sitting around going, "Hey, well, what what do you think there, William? You you find today's day very boring? Like, what do they do? <laughs> they don't do anything." Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Listen, we've got our Kardashians. They've got their royals. Yeah. 
And, you tell me which is worse. Uh, ooh, Kardashians. <laughs> I'm saying Kardashians. Let's say that So yeah, I'm gonna say Kardashians. Final story: Baby Yoda uh, is trending higher on social media than the Democratic candidates. Candidates. Here, I'll play this because we're talking about it. They are, uh, they're just not very popular compared to Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda for president? Well, the cute little character from Disney Plus's show, The Mandalorian, is driving almost twice as many average social media interactions on news stories as the 2020 Democratic candidates, according to a report. That's from Axios. The data provided by Axios social media analytics company News Whip. Oh, I almost <laughs> swallowed my tongue on that. Uh, also include interactions with news, stories, not memes, gifts, and other co- uh, um, and other content. Not memes. What does that mean? I don't know. With news stories, not memes. Oh, not memes, gifts, and other content. Oh, 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 so, oh. So it doesn't include all the memes and gifts about Baby Yoda. So it's so you know this is even this is even not counting that. Gotcha. Okay. Baby Yoda averages one thousand six hundred seventy-one social interactions per story. Compared to 850 for Bernie Sanders, 839 for Joe Biden, and 600 for Pete. Boot edge edge. <laughs> Boot edge edge. Yep. If you're taking or talking pure numbers, by the way, he if of all the group I want to win, it's him I want to win. Have I mentioned that? I like Pete. Yeah, I do too. I like He's all right. Pete. Mm-hmm. If you're uh, take, talking pure numbers, Baby Yoda has seen 2.28 million social media interactions on news stories since November 12th when The Mandalorian on Disney Plus premiered. In that same time period, Biden has seen 8 million. Uh, Sanders has seen 2.9 million. And Elizabeth Warren has seen 2.5 million. Baby Yoda hasn't had nearly as many stories written about it as the candidates. Baby Yoda is doing well. One artist created a form of Jabba the Hutt and dubbed it Baby Jabba. Not quite the same, eh? (laughs) Anyway, point being, Baby Yoda. It's a real hit. People are into the Baby Yoda now. You know? Has somebody already done a uh, Baby Yoda, uh, Baby Shark version with Baby Yoda? No. Uh, yes. <laughs> I think so. Hold on, actually. Baby okay. Shark Yoda. I thought I saw something on Twitter. I mean, look. Guarantee it's been done. It has to have been. Uh, that's not helpful. How about the web? Baby Shark, but it's Yoda singing? Baby, that's not the same, is it? Shark, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they get it bounced into it backwards, right? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> well, this kid, oh, that just made me think. Well, the baby Yoda kid, when it grows up, does it have to speak that way in in the common uh, tongue, or can it talk yeah, a different? Probably. Way? I mean, or is it is it is it learned behavior, or is it? Uh, I don't know. Nope, that song's not uh, baby shark. Oh, baby, baby, baby Yoda loves baby shark. Okay, there's a baby. Well, people are finding all kinds of stuff. Yeah, no, there's no uh, baby shark. Do, 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 as, as Dunham yeah. would say. Yep. All uh, right. What was I going to say about that? I don't know. Um, something about baby Yoda, which I can't wait till we've actually got a real name we can use because. Right. It's, it's not Yoda. It's not but, Yoda. Uh, what would it be? What do you, let's give him a name. What do you want to name him? Peanut. Well, it's tough because I mean, all right, we've had Yoda, we've had Yaddle, yeah. so we know that 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 race uh, is required to uh, begin their names with a Y, yeah, and have a D in the middle or a pair of Ds. Yardley. 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 <laughs> like Yardley Smith. Sure, Yardley. Okay. Yardley sure. or um, Yardley. Yardley. 
Ying Yiddle? Yang. Yodel? Yodel? Yodel is pretty good. Yodel. Yodel I like, actually. <laughs> uh, Yoshi. Yada yada. Yeah, Yoshi. Yoshi is a great idea. Do it just take. Don't in there. Yeah. Yodelorian. Yodelorian. That's pretty good. Someone must have said that before. That can't be new. There's no way. No. Little Yoda is is Yiddle. Sounds Jewish or something. Yiddle. Yiddle, but so did Yaddle. That's true. They all. Even Yoda does, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Um. Yodelorian's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to, I don't know what to call him. Anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> little dick. So you did. That's what Yon, Lon makes in the chat. Wants to call him little dick. Little dick. Sure. Okay. Sure. Jeez. Oh, All right. We've gone. We've gone there, have we? <laughs> Yolo. We're not calling him Yolo. Yolo. <laughs> Yentl. Uh, yeah, Yentl. Give him a bigger, he needs a bigger nose to be gentle, though. He's a great. That's why she's such a good singer. It's her nose, you know that. That's right. That totally is why, yeah. yeah. You can't have work done on that nose because that's your meal ticket. Would you give a, would you give a kidney to Yoda? To uh, baby Yoda? No. No, I would not. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would know that he was a puppet and therefore had no working. <laughs> no use for a kidney. Yeah. No working uh, bladder system fair enough fair enough uh speaking of bladder systems that work we're going to take a break when we come back bill will be here then jury we got a big uh, cool thing going on with jury today so we're excited about that so stick around but we need a song before we do what do we got <laughs> shane maddox says uh, it's actually pronounced the asset oh, the asset <laughs> we understand it is a difficult proposition anyway <laughs> that's very good i'm working on it I'm all right oh there we go somebody does have a baby yoda baby shark parody hold oh, on all right got a Knew it would happen, right? Oh, God, it's horrible. Uh, JC Calhoun posted a link to it in the chat room. I'm going to play it. Mommy Yoda, Mommy Yoda, do-do-do-do-do, Mommy Yoda, do-do-do-do-do. That makes me want to die. Yeah. That's uh, horrendous. Also, uh, good to see that you've managed to keep your Casio in good working shape all these years. Yeah, good job there, buddy. Mommy Yoda, do-do-do-do-do, Mommy Yoda. Why does he keep saying Bobby? It's... I don't know why he's saying Bobby. Say baby. <laughs> Bobby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> that Jedi ain't right. Anyway. Okay, let's let's uh, cleanse our palate with this. Uh, <laughs> Sam Fender is uh, a British uh, performer. Uh, brand new album is called Hypersonic Missiles. This actually came out in September, but he's released or pushing a new single from it, which is called Saturday. And this song is for anybody who uh, just wants it to be the weekend already and just is tired of this week. All, all It's only Tuesday and they're just tired of this week taking so long to get to Saturday. The video is great because it's got Matt King, who is a Super Hans and Peep Show a comedian, as kind of like the British Crazy Dave. Oh. Like he's kind of the crazy neighbor running around London. Uh the british version of it so nice totally great yeah. anyway the uh the the performer's name is sam fender here is the new single saturday Yeah. 
experience stress or anxiety maybe chronic pain you have trouble sleeping maybe that sort of thing happens to you at least once a week maybe more well you're not alone many of us do i have what is feels let's talk about feels f-e-a-l-s it's a premium cbd delivered directly to your doorstep what does it do for you naturally helps you reduce stress anxiety pain sleeplessness in my case that sleep thing's a big deal Helped me a lot with that. Also, I had a really stressful thing come up that I had to take care of, and the feels just took the edge off. It was nice. You just place a few drops of feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. Are you new to CBD? Well, feels offers a free CBD hotline and text message support to help guide your personal experience. And uh, it works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high. There's no hangover. There's no addiction. And feels has me feeling better every day. And I know it can help you, too. Join the feels community to get feels Delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order. And you can pause or cancel any time. That's important. Become a member today by uh, today by going to feels.com. That's F-E-A-L-S.com. Slash T-M-S. And you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S. Feels.com. Slash T-M-S. 
to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash TMS. Do it today. I think you guys are going to like them. I like them a lot. You were at the casino all day yesterday? Yeah, none of your business. I was just wondering how it went. Went good. Did you win? So-so. That's good. Yeah. I'm happy you had fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Well, that's good. Okay, now get the hell out of here. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. The Morning Stream. It's like this show that you're listening to right now, but better. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we are... Where did that come from, by the way, that... Uh, the old lady? That interchange? Yes. So it's this old Is lady... Really and her... old lady that... Uh, oh, yeah, totally. She's really doing an old lady impersonation. She's okay. legit old good. lady, and she's very funny. And it's her and her grandson. It's a grandson who does the account, but it's a TikTok account that this guy runs where he just interacts with his grandma. And she's got to be like 90. She's 90 plus or something. But she's adorable, and he does not get to give her any crap. She is like always the 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 what's the word I'm looking for? She is the one that ru- rules the roost. Gotcha. She wears the pants. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there's no getting around that, and it's hilarious. And he's super sweet with her. He's always taking her places and stuff. And she is just a crank. But oh, that's uh, awesome. I really enjoy it. Anyway, so I captured that. All right, let's find uh, let's find Bill in the forest of making things and see what he wants to do today. Well, hello, Carter. What are you doing home? Oh, we have the day off. Okay. Sorry. My daughter just walked in. And I what that. are you doing here? What What? What are you doing here? <laughs> How weird. All right, let's play this. But Bill just isn't thinking about danger. Nope. He's thinking about rad stuff to make in his cool shop and ideas for you at home to make your own cool stuff. It's Bill Duran, everybody. Hello, Bill. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, guys. How are you this week? Hello. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Uh Finished a project last week. Put a new video out. Always a good time. Yeah. How, sure. how did your uh, how did your Thanksgiving go? Everything go okay? Yeah, it was super duper chill. Got uh, to go hang out with my friends and my brother and his kids uh, and his wife, and it was super chill. That's pretty awesome. We made a turkey, and I ate a lot of stuffing. And then the next day, I bought more stovetop stuffing, and I ate more stuffing. Stuffing is <laughs> stuffing is the man, yeah. it's manna from the gods, man. I freaking love stuffing so much. It is. Me I too. Actually, I can. Leave all of it. I just the stuffing is the only thing I need. Yeah. I actually remade the stuffing that I made on Thanksgiving because Tina uh, got another turkey for Tristan's uh, uh, replacement Thanksgiving, and uh, remade that hollabread uh, stuffing that that I made on Thanksgiving. Nice. It's funny. It's basically soggy bread. You cook soggy bread. Uh huh. What it is. That is. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. And I'm into soggy yeah. bread. It turns. I'm out. in. Me yeah. too. Yeah. No, <laughs> no problem. Well. Uh, all right. Well, tell us what you brought today. You say you finished a project. Are we going to talk about that? What is it? I did. Yes. So uh, it's no secret I do love me some Skyrim. Mm-hmm. And uh, about seven years ago, I made a dagger from Skyrim. Mm-hmm. I made Maroon's razor, a legendary dagger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and someone hired me to make it. So stranger on the internet said, "Hey." I'll throw some money at you if you make this dagger from Skyrim. So I did, and I wasn't going to make a mold of it. See, if I made a silicone mold of it, I could make more copies. 
but I just wanted it to be done and out the door. But Brittany said, you should make a mold of it. You might want one. Mm. Yeah. So I did. Mm. And then I never made one for myself. <laughs> I remember this. this. Cool. I remember back when you were doing it. And so this is all super familiar to me. Oh, look. Yeah, this I totally remember the first one you did. So this is from yeah. the mold of that that you're that you're now making this new one from. Yeah. So um, so I made that silicone mold and I I, I cast a, quite a few copies. I sold some. Never made one for myself. But uh, Britt recently noticed that the, the, the mold was falling apart. Mm. over time and over uses the heat can from the casting can pull moisture out of the silicone making it brittle and it'll rip so eventually the mold is just no good anymore mm -hmm. uh, but before that happened Brittany got at least one decent good casting out of it and that is what I finally finished and painted up for myself nice now can you yeah. use that casting though just to make a new mold I could if I wanted to, but now that I have one of my own, I don't need any more. <laughs> but you're right. It's yeah, exactly right. It's amazing. Um, and it's funny, even with the imperfections, I mean, I guess there's some imperfections on the handle and on the, the ball at the end of the handle. But, uh, man, there's still, like, the, the nicks and things on the side of the blade are, are really cool, really sharp. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, this thing looks great. Yeah, it looks awesome. It's, it's pretty cool. Like, I've... I don't usually go back and work on old projects. Um, usually when a project is done, I, I don't mm, go back to it, it very often. Yeah. 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 Um, so this was a rare opportunity to kind of critique the work I did in 2012. And you know what? I did okay. Mm -hmm. uh, there are plenty of things I would do differently now if I was sure. building this from scratch now. But I, I'm still pretty proud of this one. And it felt really good to finally finish it up. Yeah. I, like a, I always liked when you... Um, did Skyrim stuff. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of cosplay yeah. legacy there for you as well. Your uh, your famous stink bag always had oh, yeah. Draugr stuff Drossy. in there, which is perfect because Draugrs are gross. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was thinking about you the other day because I've been playing a little bit of ESO. I like Elder Scrolls mm -hmm. Online quite a bit. And they, once in a while, will, uh, you know, some epic weapon will drop. And I'll think, ooh, Bill should make that weapon. Ooh, Bill ooh, should make yeah. this weapon. And... Uh, and then I started thinking about Elder Scrolls Six and if it's ever going to happen. And then I thought, oh, it doesn't matter because Bill will make something cool when that comes out. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, for some reason, I associate you with Elder Scrolls. It's just how it is. Right. Uh, it's probably because I've made so many things from Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I made the steel armor. I made the Draugr armor. I made uh, just daggers. I, I Since I just finished this dagger, I have five or six Skyrim daggers in my yeah. collection. Like, <laughs> I just... Can't get enough. Yeah. Yeah, can't get enough of those daggers. Yeah, I would. Uh, I uh, it's it's cool too that it it seems like as in terms of your fandom meeting your makership mm -hmm. is kind of Skyrim release till today, right? Like that's the yeah. range. It was like 2010, 2011 when you really start to kick off. Absolutely, yeah. It was kind of the, the thing I really cut my teeth on. Yeah, and there's still so many things I want to make. Right, want to make the glass mace really bad. Oh, oh man. Dude. I remember I downloaded a um, something from Skyrim to do a 3D print of, and I don't know if it was the fumes or whatever, but I was in the room while while it was uh, printing, and I must have blacked out, and I woke up, and I was in the back of some cart, and some guy's going, yep. oh, you're <laughs> finally awake. Uh, yeah, I had a similar thing. I was uh, looking through the... Uh the uh, closet in the back of my shop and i ended up in the black reach weird. oh weird <laughs> weird that happens 
Yeah, that's that one guy. I used to be a prop maker like you. And <laughs> <laughs> I took an arrow to the Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's really great. Oh, perfect. I wish, uh, Brian, we've talked before about how Skyrim just didn't do it for Brian. It didn't click for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I, it clicked for me in a way that was profound. Like, it yeah, me too. changed me as a, uh, I don't know, as a fantasy fan. It's just something about it, which is ironic because they're the least. Uh, it's the property with the least amount of books in the game. There's tons of books, but like a book I could go buy and play or read, they still yeah, do it. Yeah. Like it's all game lore. But when I get into that space and I see these mm-hmm. weapons and I see, it's just my cut of dark fantasy, and I love it, love it, love yeah. it, love it. What's funny is I tried playing when they when they came out, Oblivion and Morrowind, and mm-hmm. I couldn't get into those. Mm-hmm. But Skyrim captivated me. From the onset. There was something about it. I agree. I don't know what it was. A combination of the systems and the music and the setting and the just something about it. They just really nailed it. And I hope like whatever six is years from now, because there's no way they're even close to that. I I hope it lives up to even a part of that. But anyway, it's very cool. You guys should go get this uh, or watch this video. You can see it's uh, creation in its entirety. And, yeah, uh, so yeah. We, we did a lot of fun stuff with that. I added some additional texture to it, which I thought was a fun little way to kind of spruce it up a little bit compared to the first iteration. Uh, and then I painted it pretty simply using just my airbrush uh, and some model paints. Not too complicated. Nice. I uh, I want one, but you're but you're done. You're not making any more of these. This is it. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. There are some out in the world. I don't know if people want to sell them or whatever but there's some out there well if we're i mean i know that ibit and i are in your will so just you know <laughs> that's right just get us taken care have of all the skyrim stuff yeah. <laughs> take us care take i'm care being of buried us. in that that draugr armor though <laughs> i want to go to your wake now i want to go to the yep. open casket wake that'd be amazing yep. oh bill i'm sure gonna miss him but boy that stink bag <laughs> that's what it should be the draugr should be holding a sword with the left hand. Other hand should come up holding your stink bag closely to yep, your yep. chest. Yeah, that's how it should go. And they say some days when you walk through the graveyard, you can still smell <laughs> that stink bag. <laughs> You'll become an urban legend. Uh, all yep. right, this is good good stuff. Uh, any bonus uh, links for us today? Anything you got? Yeah, I got a, a fun recommendation here. My friend Laura over in Germany made a fun little video. Uh, short video, she took her Leatherman and removed the screwdriver from it and replaced it with a replaceable X-Acto blade mount. When you remove the screwdriver Whoa. from a Leatherman, does it yeah. become a Leather Woman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, Thank you. I'll be here all week. Yeah, that's good. good. It's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, look at that. So, wait a minute. Does it retract and... Uh, yeah, so it still folds in like a like a Swiss Army knife, mm-hmm. but instead of having a normal fixed blade, you can replace the blades oh, when they wear out. That's a yeah. great idea. Oh, I like the intro. I like this creative use of titles. This is good. Yeah, she does a great job with just visual storytelling. Really, really fun. Excuse me, fun. Uh, this is really good. Okay, so why doesn't this makes me think that Leatherman should just have these in there? What, why aren't they doing I wonder. That? I don't know. Those dumbasses. Got me. They could make the Laura Kampf version of the Leatherman. <laughs> she even wrote oops on her on her, uh, her, uh, on her, ba- band-aid. On her band-aid. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's got words on it. Yep. Okay. So, uh, she's delightful. I, I like really her already. Is, yeah. uh, well, there you go, everybody. Bill Duran is always over at PunishProps.com. And, of course, his YouTube channel can be just as easily found on YouTube. Go check it out. Subscribe. Support it. It's awesome. 
and uh, Chimbeard on Twitter. Anything else you want to mention? No, sir. Have Take a fantastic care, de- week. Bye. See ya. De week. I thought for sure he was going to talk about uh, the Baby Yoda 3D print that somebody that he retweeted. Oh. Um, where the person who created it says, you know, just uh, uh, buy a toy for a child who needs one Mm. in place of sending me any money. And it's kind of cool. It's um, it's made kind of to look like the um, the old Star Wars figures, like with the the, that type of articulation. So you can print it. That's super cool. Collection. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a lot of pieces to print, though. So I don't know if I'm going to do it. I think I might, but you might. You're up to the challenge. You'll do it. Why won't you? Sure, maybe. You it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. You'll do it, and it's then you'll, you'll send it to me with your, with your <laughs> you know, with all your good with, feelings and good hopes. With my uh, glowing yellow uh, Millennium Falcon, and uh... yeah, what happened to your? Oh yeah, that's the peepee looking one. Where's the re- the red one? Did it turn out? That one's upstairs. Yeah, that one's upstairs on the kitchen counter. That's pretty. Good. That's perfect place. That's for a it. show off piece. Yeah, yep. I like it. All right, I'm gonna play this now. So get excited, everybody. <laughs> These are their <laughs> stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. A very dapper looking. Wait, I got to get the screen right here so that I see. Yeah, get him on camera. Holy cow. Uh, Wow. A dapper looking Justin Robert Young. (laughs) Wait, what is that? If I were 21, I'd vote for Kennedy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Justin. These are are both uh, vintage. These are both from 1960. Oh, really? Yeah. If I were 21, I'd vote for Kennedy pin. And then I got a. uh, Nixon, I'm for Nixon and Lodge pin. Wow. Oh, nice. Wow. That's amazing. Now, you might ask yourselves at home, why? What's the deal? Well, we uh, we can get to that. We'll get to that. Sure. Uh, I'm excited because uh, Justin's got a brand new project, and I've heard it. Brian's heard it. It's very uh-huh. good. It's very good. Uh, yeah. It took me forever to listen, partially because I'm busy, but partially because, I mean, I'll admit it. There's a little part of me that's like, Oh, I really like Justin. He's like a good friend of mine. What if I listen to it and I don't like it? What am I going to say to him? It took I, me yeah. a while to listen to it because I couldn't figure out which episode was first. <laughs> okay, you you want to know what? I went back and I looked at the titles, and they all have numbers on them, and it didn't have the grammatical error that you accused me. Really? Oh, well, would you like a would you like a screenshot? <laughs> yeah. Now maybe no no they might have gotten added when they went into the RSS feed, but the but the Dropbox <laughs> link that I provided everybody. Yeah. Had all the things that were there, and I listed it in the email for the record. I've got the, uh, this is from the RSS feed. All right, then whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, My the point God, is. You try to, no good deed goes No on. good deed. <laughs> I love you, Jerry. So Jesus I went, F I went <laughs> into this, I went into this with that worry because I didn't, I, I would, because I can't lie to him. If I didn't like it, I was going to have to tell him. And I don't yes. like that. I was dreading it. Not because I, w- I was convinced it wasn't going to be good. I was sure it was going to be good. I didn't think it was going to be this good. Like, legit, mm-hmm. all friendships aside, it's very good. And it turns out to be yeah. right up my wheelhouse because I love historical podcast stuff. I love it. It's my mm-hmm. one of my favorite genres. So uh, if people are out there like, well, give me an example. Um, I mean, Serial is a good example structure-wise, but I would actually put this closer to something like, um, oh, what's the one they did about Clinton and then later about the impeachment of Nixon? Uh, uh, slow Burn. Slow Burn. It's it's It reminded yeah. me of Slow Burn, not because it's just like Slow Burn, but because it's that kind of content. And I love that stuff. So I heard this and went, oh, shit. Two good things about this. One, it's awesome, and I'm going to be a listener of a show a friend makes, and, and not just because he's my friend. 
And two, I don't have to tell them I didn't like it. I can tell them I really liked it. <laughs> so that was good uh, for me. Although you milked it. Jeez. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> so uh, yesterday we um, we have to do uh, America's Next Top Podcast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so we're on a bunch of group chats, uh, you know, for that. So we can, like, talk to each other and make sure everybody's on the same page. Right. And so we're doing that. And there's so... I only see just Scott Johnson for all these things, right? Whether it's the direct one to me or or to the group chat. Yeah. So I just get this from <laughs> I just get this from Scott. Let me see if I can oh, find. Oh no. Just, uh, <laughs> I can't remember what I said. It's probably uh, dumb. Oh man. Oh, here it okay. is. Okay. I have it. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, you go ahead. Okay. It said Hold on, I got to back it up cuz I talked a lot. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, here I got it. Here, okay, okay. dude. That's just the whole. That's the whole text message. Yeah. <laughs> and right. then the next then one was dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then another text message separate from dude and dude, trying to form the right words here. And then he now, says, "He says, spit it out, way, Johnson. Spit it out, Johnson. It's pretty good." Because by the way, I'm not here. Like I, I. I don't want to push my friends to listen to the show. All right, I right? get it. I totally like, get I, it. I, I, I do my best. I try to spell things correctly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> label them appropriately. Uh, and I give them to my friends, and I, I just say, look, it would mean a lot if you could listen, but obviously everybody's working on their own schedule, and I don't want to encroach because I wouldn't want somebody to encroach on my time. Yeah. So sure. I don't want to bother Scott. But I know in my head, I'm like, this is all stuff that Scott likes. I yeah. know that Scott will like this. Yeah. I will be shocked if Scott likes this, or does not like this. And I don't know whether he's talking about the America's Next Top Podcaster thing. <laughs> but then uh, I say, spit it out, Johnson. I get another dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and then said dude again. this show is really good, which yeah. I, which is all I really wanted in life. Yeah. And then I said, like, really good. I'm blown away. And I mean it. It's that good. I really, really like it. Now, we have a trailer we're going to play today. We have links for people yeah. to go to. We have all of that for the big launch. But before we do that, I need your summation of what I have a clip I have to play. We actually played it at the top of the show. Yes. Do you have do you have some setup for the clip we're going to play? I do I have some like setup. A, uh the set <laughs> Oh yeah, we could totally kimmel this. Uh so I'm going to play this Joe Biden thing I played at the top of the show. Sure. And I want you to interpret this because gotcha. I I now no longer think Joe Biden should be anywhere near a presidency uh, well who knows i don't know here it is i'm gonna play it and by the way you know i sit on the stand and it get hot i got a lot of i got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh um, blonde in the sun and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was trained and then watch the hair come back up again they look at it so i learned about roaches i learned about kids jumping on my lap and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. All right. So <laughs> quite the uh... <laughs> wow. look at Justin's face. It says it all. It's just like, what? What are you going to do? It's just Joe Biden. This is the guy you're going to get. <laughs> He's so weird. <laughs> like, wait, wait, is there a question? <laughs> I just want to know what you I guess I'm saying, what do you think of what do you think of Joe Biden? Let's make it general. Like after oh. that, and after every other dumb little old grandpa thing he says that's slightly inappropriate, or him biting his wife's finger, 
Okay, like, I mean, number one, on the grand scale of things that <laughs> randomly pop out of Joe Biden's mouth, at least this one wasn't casually racist. Like, you know, there, th- this doesn't even crack the top. This will be forgotten within a week, yeah. the hairy legs thing. The funniest thing about the hairy legs thing is that somebody did a hilarious cartoon about it. Yeah. Uh, but no, that, that quote, I mean, look, folks, uh, folks, look, uh, uh, he's Joe Biden. That's that's what he does. He rambles incoherently. Again, okay, Barack Obama, yeah. his boss for eight years, yeah. sat him down with his campaign staff and explained to him why he wasn't going to win the presidency. Okay. He showed him all the polls. And by the way, this came out after Joe Biden ran this time, because one of the central questions was always going to be, why didn't he run or why, uh, uh, what role did Obama play in, in convincing him to not run against Hillary Clinton in 2016 when he was the natural person to run? Usually sure. the vice president of a popular two-term president at least runs, if not is is the prohibitive favorite to win. Right. Mm-hmm. I wondered that, too. At yeah. The time. So no, that, that this is the New York Times. The, the New York Times wrote about this, uh, and and it is my suspicion that it was heavily sourced by Biden uh, folks, if not Biden himself. And you know, it, it explains why there was hesitation, and this is part of the reason why Joe just rambles. He's a rambling guy, and in the Senate, that's fine because really the worth of a senator is to get elected in your home state over and over and over again and to make deals behind the scenes. Mm. He is tremendously flexible when it comes to making deals. He enjoys making deals. He enjoys being in that position of power. He's the only reason why anything got done in the Senate when Obama was president because Obama had a very contentious relationship with Congress and vice versa. Right. And that's who he is. So, like, <laughs> it, it has consistently been the reason why I don't believe he is going to be the nominee. I don't think that Joe Biden is a good presidential candidate. I think there's a reason why he's never made it past Iowa in either of the two times that he ran. But to give you context, him rambling about hairy legs and cockroaches and kids in his lap <laughs> is not as bad as him ripping something off, which is what ended his presidential campaign in the 80s. And it's not as bad as him saying that Obama was clean and nice or that every time he goes into a Dunkin' Donuts, the first thing he sees is an Indian person, which is what ended his campaign in 2008. I forgot about that. (laughs) All right. Well, then it's just him being him. Well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, him biting the wife's finger is is, I think, funnier than it is serious because in the video it looks playful. But in the in the still frame, it is just the funniest thing you've ever seen in your entire life because he has this weird half closed eyes. He's like, like, finger. Mm." (laughs) Totally. I don't like it. It really makes me feel uncomfortable. But uh, yeah, I, I, I well, that that is that is the problem is that he is really old. Yeah. And so it's like if he were rambling like this, but he were 60, it would come off and did come off for him different than it does now that he is 10 years older than that. Yeah. And, I mean, he's uh, near 80, right? Isn't he like 78 or yeah. something? That's too old. Yeah. We we can't do that. It's too old. And I know Bernie's right. right there, too, or close, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the three top uh, candidates right now are all over 70. Wait a minute. Who's the third? Elizabeth oh, Warren. Warren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, put Pete in there. We need Pete. We need P- Pete Butt Edge Edge, Boot Edge Edge. That's who we need. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I mean that'll be that'll be a controversial one with the uh, with the with the, with the progressive crowd because they have 
it's funny because the the progressive crowd has has now coalesced around Pete hate. Biden hate is kind of out. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Pete hate is in. No, oh, that's mm. that's yeah. That's too bad. Well, I mean, I look everyone. Uh, I would. It's I, called I, poppy syndrome. It's you know. I'd vote for a. Uh, I'd vote for a turd over what we have in now. And so, of all these guys, he just seems the least turdish. You know, I don't know why. It's just me. It may just be mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, I, I think the, the the thing is for Pete, number one, the reason why he's surging in Iowa, New Hampshire, and and even to a certain extent in the national polls, although nowhere near where Biden is, uh, largely because of name recognition, is because he is a moderate who is young. You know, and and we are in an age where we forgive uh, lack of experience a lot. We are very in. We are in a mood now where we want people outside of government in government in federal government and obviously that's part of the reason why trump got elected uh that but that's also kind of the origin story of somebody like pete Buttigieg or uh alexandria ocasio cortez is is that there is fresh energy outside of the system that we need to bring in i gotcha i just don't know that they get elected i don't know we'll see i like butt edge edge uh all right edge 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 all right, we're going to now move on to the real party here, the fun, the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you want to, how do you want to do this? Do you want to play the thing first? Do you want to describe what we're doing? Like, how do you want to do this? It's your call. Uh, let's play the clip first, the, okay. the, the, the trailer first, and then we can go from there and, and we'll uh, we'll figure it out. All right. So, uh, chat room, I'm putting some art up for you to look at. There it is. I'm now going to play this. And when we come back, we'll learn all about what it is and what's going on. Here you go. Richard Nixon and John F. Kennedy. Real quick, which one of them is more like our current president, Donald Trump? Keep that answer to yourself for a second. Do you know that Richard Nixon ran against John F. Kennedy for the presidency in 1960? You know, for an election bidding two of the most famous names in presidential history against each other, there's not a lot of talk about it. Not as much written about it as you'd certainly expect. In fact, what most people know, if anything, about that election is the fact that they were in the first televised presidential debate. It's a really interesting one, though. It pits a member of a popular two-term president's cabinet against an outsider running without permission. Both feature an unheard of use of new media and both end with the losing side screaming to anyone who will listen that the election turned on the help of nefarious outside sources. Sound familiar? What if I told you that Trump's team knew all about the 1960 election? What if I told you that they worked hard to cultivate a Kennedy-esque mystique around their candidate? What if I told you that this is something that was put into motion the moment Trump announced his candidacy? Here's something about the first televised debate that you might not know. At the end of Kennedy's opening statement, he punctuates his big introduction with his slogan, Get America Moving Again. So I'm going to ask you again, but this time I'll qualify it. As a candidate... Who is Trump more like, Kennedy or Nixon? 
2016 is an election no one saw coming. But what if we were looking in the wrong direction? What if the only way to understand the biggest upset in presidential history is to find the time it happened before? That's what we're going to do here. But unlike 2016, as we are in the 60th anniversary of the 1960 election, we know all the dirty details. Hospitalizations, double crosses, blood feuds birthed and dirty tricks played, celebrity glitz, mistresses and booze-soaked politics the way it used to be. Amongst it all, an origin story to some of the most iconic figures American politics has ever seen including the moment that Richard Nixon is told that somebody stole personal information about him that could capsize his career with only hours before Election Day. For everyone else, it's just old news. And old news dies and becomes history. But on this podcast, oh yeah, we raise the dead. Raise the Dead is available now on all podcasting platforms. Get the entire series, including a bonus episode in audiobook or ebook form, from our website, raisethedeadpodcast.com. I believe we can get this country moving again. Dude, that sounds great. <laughs> I mean, it already Look is great. I, learned, I heard the whole first episode, so I know it's great, but uh, that that's a great, that's a great, it's a great trailer. Yeah. 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 So you excited? I'm excited for you. You stoked? Well, he went mute. Oh, no. Yeah, muted himself. Oh, you probably muted himself, so he didn't. We didn't hear him grunting during the trailer. <laughs> I did. I oh, did you're mute back. myself. You're All back. Right, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, no. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome, though. I think it's really good. And if that doesn't convince people to listen, I don't know what will. Uh, it's, it's that. If you listen to that and you go, oh, man, that's good writing. It's that way throughout the whole thing. And I would also ask everybody who's ever in ANTP or uh, uh, currently in the current season who's left uh, or thinking about doing anything in the future, this is going to be a great uh, thing to listen to to kind of learn a lot of the tricks of the trade that we talk to you guys about every week during judging. It's that well, good. Yeah. It's very, very good. I mean, good. look, uh, uh, America's Next Top Podcaster put uh, made this show a lot better. I'll say that um, because... I talk a lot of poop on that show, so like I can't, <laughs> I can't come out here doing you know garbage uh, uh, because then it, it just totally ruins everything. Uh, uh, the, look, I am I am thrilled uh, to to put this out there. I know a lot of people might have listened to the preview that I put out on the politics 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 feed. If you already listened to that, then do yourself a favor and just uh, skip to the end of of this one because there is bonus stuff that you did not hear as part of the preview and even something that uh scott your your version didn't have i put something in like at the 11th hour oh. yesterday about a letter from uh, uh joe kennedy jr to his father about how awesome nazi germany was oh wow uh, <laughs> wow and so, how smart and great hitler was i didn't but, know about uh, any of that stuff that was in there about the kennedys and hitler and about the world war II, i had no idea about any yeah. of that stuff oh also yeah raise the dead podcast.com oh yeah, raise yeah, the yeah, dead yeah. Oh. please go there <laughs> Yeah, all the information's there. Okay, so uh, as I mentioned last week, this is a great opportunity for us, the, the Frog Pants community, the Diamond Club community, everybody 
that is around us to to you know we we got to we got to pool together and move at the same time if we want to move the needle. So uh, today we are focusing on the Apple Podcast uh, uh, feed. So if you can sub there, if you have anything Apple related uh, uh, that you can subscribe to it today, right now, if you're listening to TMS uh, uh, or or today, if you're listening on podcast tomorrow, whenever, uh, it would be greatly appreciated because uh, this is, uh, you know, uh, time sensitive. Uh, new subscribers are the thing that matters on Apple Podcasts. And, and this is going to be our biggest and best opportunity to get this to the top of the charts. But numbers are numbers are numbers. Please do not, if you if you are abhorrent of, of any and all things Apple, please subscribe on the, on the store of your choice. Uh, things have been listing throughout the day, so I'm pretty sure it's also on Google Play and uh, Overcast and, and every other podcatcher you could possibly think of. So just go ahead and subscribe today. There might be a little bonus thing coming out. I'm trying to work out a thing with Tom to maybe get just one little extra thing for folks who listen to the preview this week. But other than that, it's going to be a six-episode series. It begins uh, with the first episode detailing not only the history of the Kennedy family and old Joe Kennedy. Joe Kennedy's plan to put one of his boys in the White House uh, and specifically his oldest. And then the moment that JFK becomes... JFK. Uh, that is at the 1956 convention. Have you ever heard? In fact, you remember when Barack Obama uh, in 2004 had that big speech? It was the year yeah. that Kerry had gotten the nomination. Yeah, it was at the Democratic National Convention. Got yeah, and everyone's cheers. like, oh, who's this guy? Mm -hmm. Like, And then when he obviously goes on to become president, people are like, oh, that was the moment. That was his Kennedy moment. They're referring to the 1956 convention. And like the Kennedys, the, the way that we think that history kind of covers the Kennedys is in this very kid gloves sort of way. Uh, but good God, are they a more fascinating family than that? And even that 1956 convention is not simply just a star is born. There are a million different things going on behind the scenes and strategies and tactics that are in play. Uh, it's, it's awesome. And, and it's also something that I think uh, does tie back to, to 2016. And hopefully I'll be able to uh, continue to make that case as the uh, as the podcast goes on. One thing I wanted to mention that I didn't say before, and again, this is I'm not trying to just continually butter your bread here, but um, the if you 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 may on on the on the surface of this go, oh, it's, you know, document documentary style and it's, you know, digging up stuff or whatever. And the, you kind of know what you're in for. And in some ways that's true. But the uniqueness here is your delivery and the way that you uh, the way that you explain details. And you, you get a taste of that in that trailer for sure, especially toward yeah. the end when you talk mm -hmm. about the, the bombastness and the, the drinking and the whatever of the, the old way that politics used to run there. That'll give you a glimpse of kind of kind of what you probably already used to with jury the way he way he does delivery generally speaking it makes it wholly unique and you still get that documentary style stuff but you get this i don't know this thing you do that makes it interesting and different the juriness of the it. juriness yeah. of it and it's very very good yeah. that way um so people should get over there right now that's raise the dead podcast.com it's yeah. very, very nice photo of you at some sort of cafe or something i like that 
Oh, oh really? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only that's... seeing the uh, the flag logo, or the, the, the which is a really cool uh, logo oh. panel. Are you panel at the logo pane? Are you on there? You're at the raised. I'm the not bed? on the website. Oh, I subscribed oh, oh. on Overcast. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm the website's goes, got a picture. Which goes of to the iTunes directory. Sure, sure. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, no, I think yeah, I think Overcast just scrapes iTunes. But mm-hmm. oh my God, talk about a cheek squeezer yesterday. <laughs> oh my God, I I uh, I put in for the feed to get validated by by Apple Podcast on uh, over the holiday weekend and uh uh it had not been approved as of like late Monday as I'm getting ready for like 24 hours of promoting this thing today and uh and then I I did what any self-respecting entrepreneur would do I took my blue check mark on Twitter and started loudly complaining to anyone <laughs> who would listen and lo and behold it got approved Nice. Uh, so so thank thank uh thank the maker for that and and go ahead and sign it up uh, look if you've listened to me on this on this uh segment then you then you know the delivery but the biggest thing that i wanted to do here is honestly bring a human story because i think people think of history as boring largely because of the way we talk about it and we don't bring in the humanity of people this is not a hit piece I mean, I, I, I try to bring humanity to every one of these characters so you can understand where their motivations are. You can understand the decisions that they made. Uh, uh, and I think with these characters, it's not hard. You know, when you're talking about Richard Nixon and the Kennedys, the Chicago mob, Frank Sinatra, uh, uh, a, a young Democratic actor named Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Uh, it's it's uh it's it's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm jazzed to keep going. And what's the uh, sorry? I, I meant to ask this earlier. What's the release schedule? So it'll be once a week uh, for the next six weeks. Uh, I think I might actually take a week off. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but then I wanted to do this day and date, but it, uh, it'll probably be next week or the week after that. The full ebook and audio book will be out, so uh, that you'll be able to download that on Amazon or or Audible. And and those will actually have a bonus uh, episode that delves a lot more into the Chicago mob, which when I looked at the structure, I just didn't kind of feel like fit the the, the, the podcast narrative. Mm-hmm. But for folks that are buying the full thing and really want more, I think it makes a lot of sense. And also happens to be a really great companion piece to the new Martin Scorsese movie, The Irishman. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Because get, it deals a lot with the unions and and the mob and the mob intersecting with the unions and specifically, uh, if you've seen The Irishman, uh, Jimmy Hoffa is somebody who is very 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 pissed off at the <laughs> Kennedy family, and you get a little hint of it. There's a little flashback to a moment where he's being interrogated by Bobby Kennedy. We go into that very heavily, including an awesome moment in time where Bobby Kennedy went face to face with Momo Giancana, who's right at the center of a lot of the 1960 conspiracy. Uh, that's <laughs> great. Very era appropriate. That movie turns out. I haven't seen it yet. It's out. It's out, right? I can get it. I can it's it. out. It's on Netflix. It's uh seven and a half years long. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Uh, I mean- uh, and, and, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, if if you went to see it as a movie, you'd be like, "There's no reason why I need to be in this theater for three and a half hours." Yeah. Uh, but on Netflix, when I mean, look, I I've 
you know, watched it for as long as I was going to watch it on one night. And then I turned it off and then I woke up the next morning and I watched the rest of it. And, yeah. you know, it was, it was good. It, like, I, I don't know if on Netflix I wanted less Scorsese. I certainly right. think it could mm-hmm. be polished up to be a tighter movie. But it's Netflix. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever, Netflix. Baby. Yeah, the rules if, are if the rules are different. You don't have to live by the theater rules. Exactly. If there weren't the movie theater component to this, I easily could have seen him release this as like four 45 minute uh episodes. You know, yeah. just break it up into into pieces on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Okay. Although I, I guess he probably doesn't like he he doesn't like current media. Yeah, <laughs> no. he's a traditional movie guy, and and I think you know. that's that's the idea. Is Netflix was just like, all right, like what do you want? All mm. the money that you want for this? Cool, sure, take it. What do you want? Yep. No notes at all. You don't want anyone to tell you at all that you don't need yet another scene of uh of the mob explaining to robert de niro that jimmy hoffa needs to calm down uh, uh right. now nah, whatever keep them all in all 18 of them all 18 of the scenes that do the exact same thing yeah please keep doing it how's joe how's joe pesci good because i miss him pesci's the best yeah. pesci's, pesci's the best great out of all of man them. man uh, he's he's aged but he uh, but he's he's really the only one that i think isn't he's not doing what you think of Pesci because mm. mm-hmm. he never right. really gets angry in the movie. Mm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but uh, he's probably the best. Like, cause he, he is this kind of wizened grandfatherly mob boss. Right. And he's this wizened grandfatherly kind of guy. Uh, I'm very excited to, to see it because I love Scorsese movies. Um, DJ Stengel made me laugh just now. He said I should watch it on my Apple Watch just to piss off Scorsese. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah, I, uh, I yeah, I'll watch it and I'll see what's up. But don't forget the most important point: RaiseTheDeadPodcast.com. Head over it. there now. Subscribe. I just did it on. I don't even use Apple Podcasts as my app, but if you're an iOS user, you have it. So uh, pull it up. It was installed on your phone. And go quickly search for it. It's the first one that comes up. Subscribe In fact, to look, it. if you go right now on your phone, we can just lead everybody through it. If you were listening on podcast, just go to raisethedeadpodcast.com. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're going to see a big picture of Kennedy and Nixon looking at each other. Mm-hmm. Just subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's that white button right there. The little... Just go ahead and hit that button. Yep. I'm going to do it right now. My own podcast. I'm going to subscribe to my own podcast live, live right here. Do right it. now, right Boom. here. Right now. Subscribe. Oh, my gosh. That, we have turned the world on its head. Uh, all right. Well, this is all great stuff. Fantastic work. Uh, it really is good, you guys. You guys should listen to it, even if you have a remote interest in political history or just American history or history in general. Um, it's totally my jam, it turns out. And I, re- I appreciate Justin's restraint in not telling me all of that. Because he, wa- <laughs> he wanted me, he wanted me to w- listen to it without that, yeah, that extra push, and I think it was the right thing to do, and I'm glad I did. It's very, very good, and y'all should listen to it. Justin uh, Robert well, Young, you. anything else before we let you go today? Uh, uh, just thank you, thank you to uh, Scott and Brian, thank you to all of Tadpool. Uh, you guys are are awesome, and and uh, this is really a project for uh for us so thank you you're welcome good oh, luck with all pleasure. this the jury will now retire talk to you soon See bye now <laughs> he won't retire he'll do six five more episodes that's right that's yeah right. there's no retirement retire. here you can't right. retire all right brian that Every brings time us you think you're out they pull you back in <laughs> you're making me want to see a mob movie so i'm gonna see one
Well, there's one on Netflix right now. I'm going to do it. Uh, hey, uh, that's it. We're done. Did you watch the whole thing then? You've seen the entirety of it already? Yeah, we watched it all in one night. We watched it all Sunday night. Okay. Crap. I feel and, behind. I yeah. need to get in there. Uh, was that your recommendal? Have I fouled up tomorrow by saying that? I probably um, have. If I actually have two recommendals. Oh. And so if uh, if one of you took this, I have a backup that, that I would totally do. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, well, all right then. If that happens, if Nicole suddenly shows up and says, "I love the Irishman," I know it's funny. I don't see. I see her liking both things that I'd recommended, but I don't see her uh, jumping in to watch either thing that I watched for recommendals. Yeah. If that makes sense. So she she's had a sick week. That either means definitely no, or might maybe yes, given that she's in bed a lot. So I don't know. <laughs> right. Actually, yeah, she may have watched a lot of stuff yeah. while she's. Uh, convalescing gonna, sure gonna find out sooner or later all right that's it for us thank you all for being here a reminder our show is fueled by your help over at patreon.com slash tms very much looking to our patreon play date which happens on the 27th brian me whole bunch of games and you for being patrons so uh check out the schedule on that i'll have a page up soon today should be on uh, more details on that that's uh, info will be over at frogpants.com slash TMS, which you can go to now if you need anything else. All right, let's get out of here. Do you have a song you'd like to play? I have a song that I'm going to play. Uh, Andy, a.k.a. Mad Cow, wrote in. He says, hello, Scott and Brian. On December 3rd of last year, I requested a song for my upcoming gastric bypass surgery, and Brian obliged. The last year has been a complete transformation for me. I went on my first solo trip to TMS Vegas. We love meeting you there. And met many wonderful people. I even got to play on Brian's overpants team. Nice. So sorry about that. <laughs> uh, I also lost 160 pounds. Oh. Unrelated to playing on Brian's over overpants team. Because <laughs> actually that meant that you had plenty of time to do other things because we were out so quickly. Yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of pounds, by the way. Congratulations. That is a lot of pounds. Yeah. Uh, so one year later, I'd like to request another song. Nothing in particular, as long as it's fun. Thanks for thank you both for all you do, Andy, aka Mad Cow, on those rare occasions that I'm in the tadpole. Well, first of all, um, I'm assuming well, it never actually says it's a birthday, so I think it's just uh, the anniversary of his gastric bypass surgery. So oh, okay. happy gastric bypass surgery. Uh, GPS. Happy GPS. Yes. Right? No, I'm sorry. Gastric, gastric bypass. GBS. 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 Yeah. Yes. Good job. Um, listen, uh, I have kind of a, a playlist of songs that I that I use as kind of my upbeat pump up music. And there are a few covers in there, including this one right here. Originally done by Curtis Mayfield. The song is Move On Up, and it's covered here by The Jam, an awesome band that if you, you know, if you're looking for something to listen to someday. Uh, go into your streaming service of choice and pull up the jam's greatest hits because they are fantastic. Here's the jam with move on up.
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh, that's annoying. <laughs>